At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare hey it's danielle will and writer from pod meets world thanks to our friends at hyundai we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only wait for it Boy Meets World House! Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin our number two of Big Bets here on a Tuesday. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Always a pleasure. When former major leader Josh Towers hops on set with us here. Josh, great to have you here. We're almost to the second season. Oh. We're not quite there yet. Third season for us. Third season for you <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah. All right. Do you say what? You can't like training camp a oh, season? It's one? awesome. Yeah, it's this whole different world. It's so much fun. It's probably the most fun <laughs> baseball we actually play. Uh, you know, Maul and I were talking about this a little bit earlier on with the Metropolitans. Yeah. Obviously, I don't, I don't I hate the term like long suffering Mets fan. Like, dude, we went to the World Series in 2015. It hasn't been that long. One in 86. Yeah. Like, I'm old, so I still, 86 still sustains me. Do you look at this? Because I don't think I'm all and I do. It's not a choke job by the Mets. It's been unbelievable baseball the Braves are playing. Yes, just like last year, right? Second half of the season, these guys went, went crazy and. That offense is loaded, obviously. We know that. The pitching staff has gotten better. Kyle Wright came out of nowhere. Two months ago, we weren't even talking about this kid as a Cy Young Award winner. Yeah, he has right. 20, 21 wins now. So, it, it, again, the pitching staff has really stepped up. I think the bullpen has done a really good job of starting to, like, solidify itself where they want to – I think that was the biggest inconsistency for Atlanta probably the first half of the season. On the flip side, New York's Mets' pitching staff – with Maygill and all the boys, Carrasco, and mm-hmm. obviously Bassett was really good. They just took off. And then anybody who filled in for Jacob or Max Scherzer did well as well, right? So it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a role reversal. I have a hard time with this, and you guys, we were talking about it off air. I think the Mets are set up perfectly for any three-game set, and they have two of obviously the best, if not the best in the game. Let's say of the best, right? Because we got JV over there too in, yeah. in Houston. Um, but they are not playing good baseball, and I've never seen Jacob DeGrom. Now, again, I've said this a million times. Guys like me, if we go 6-3, and three, we're, we're very happy with our career. It's Jacob DeGrom struggling at 6-3, and three, right? six innings and three runs, and we've seen this a lot with him lately. I don't know what's going on, but, again, I talked to you guys about this. When he faced the Braves a little while ago, and he all of a sudden decided he was going to pitch in against them out of nowhere, it altered everything about what he was very successful with down and away every pitch. And I don't know if he's tinkering with this, um, and then you have the inconsistency of the Mets offense. And I'm not trying to put your team down because they are very talented, but 
the offense isn't going to carry him. It has to be the pitching, and, and Max gets no run support anyways, right? And that Braves lineup is just loaded for bear. I mean, it really is. So that it's a clear, to me, that's where the advantage lies. So the Mets have the pitching when DeGrom is right, right as the right, best right, right, three. Right, yeah. But that lineup for the ATL, one through nine, is just it's, it's better than the Mets. And and goes back to the, something we've always talked about, we've always known, the All-Star game, right, all. Good pitching will beat a good offense any any day of the week. I don't care who. If I'm locked in, I don't. It doesn't matter how good Atlanta's team is. If I'm locked in, it's it doesn't matter. It's over, right? So, right. if the Mets pitching staff can get locked in, then they're just fine. But are we going to trust guys to go a little deeper? Have are we trusting our bullpen? Buckshaw Walter's never been the best manager in the postseason. Mm. That's my biggest issue with all of this. Well, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Now, you're right. I mean, you look at his track record. New York, right? He leaves. Mm-hmm. Joe Torre comes in. They win five World Series. Um, you know. He, uh, Arizona, too, I think. Arizona, yeah, I think he was the man yes, before, before the win, right? Yeah. Before right. Brenly came in, Texas. So next year, load up on the and Mets in the future. What was uh, <laughs> recently like the Mets? Baltimore was in the postseason. They had that loaded team, right? right? And then they couldn't really do anything as well. And that was what? Same thing, 15, 17, somewhere around there. Yeah, he always feels like, I don't want to say caretaker, but he's a, that guy that gets you on the precipice of, but has a tough time getting across the finish line. I'm, I'm yeah. not going to put this at the feet of Buck because I, I felt like they didn't do enough of the Mets fans. Mets fans have said this all the time. That they didn't do enough of the trade deadline to get more offense. And they felt very good about their offense. That's the problem, dude. I don't know if they really evaluated what was really their success and their failures. And you got Pete Alonso and Lindor, but you got Star Lamarte, who's not even game ready right now. That's the biggest problem. That's a massive deal for him. So at plus 850, I don't know if they're they're playable. Now they were 5 to 1 to win the World Series last week. Now they're plus 850. Look, I'm trying to take my Homer hat off here and look at it objectively. I actually like the Braves better at 5 to 1 now, even though that number's been shorted. Because the road, they don't have to go through the Dodgers until potentially the NLCS. Well, that's where I disagree with you. I think it's easier to beat the Dodgers three out of five than it is four out of seven. Okay. Yeah. So that's where I think playing the Dodgers in the next round is in the division series is a little bit easier. For me, the big issue, Josh, is the Metropolitans have to face potentially Darvish and Musgrove. Musgrove has been very good this year. Darvish has had more quality starts than anybody in baseball. You mentioned the Marte injury. That's a concern. DeGrom has struggled over his last several starts. You saw in Atlanta on um, over the weekend – he, he was in a little bit of trouble there. Mm-hmm. I think Atlanta right now, they're playing with confidence. They're the defending champions. They are the last team I want to face right now yeah. overall. Yeah, yeah. looking at our list, right? I hear you with the Braves because, and again, the reference is always to the NFL, right? Like the team's coming in hot who haven't had a couple weeks off because they clinched early. They always seem to have that momentum and rhythm, and it's very, very important. The Brazers still currently and just took over the lead for the division race. Like, that's a massive deal to win your division and or just get in the postseason. And so they're playing their best baseball of the year at the end of the year, beating the team who they needed to beat in the New York Mets to win the division potentially. And now you're going to go into the postseason with all that money. I mean, no one's had days off. No. Rightfully so. They don't need it. The pitching staff has gotten better. I, I agree. I think they're very dangerous. I Also, again, you guys know how I feel about the Astros. And the Astros haven't taken any days off either. Yeah. These boys are still going through. I don't. I, I, my biggest question mark of all is Los Angeles Dodgers. That's my biggest question mark. I mean, I can make a case for almost every team on here, but I just don't see where's the Dodgers pitching staff that's going to get them through any series. Is and, it their bullpen? What is it? And the shortest favorite on the board at plus 350 for L.A. to win the World Series. And I think that's just expectation level, kind of cruising all year to get there. And by the way, Braves and Mets, if they did meet in the NLCS, yes, I'm still scarred from 99. Kenny Rogers out there and Bobby V doesn't go to the bullpen and get Octavio Dotel, who's just still <laughs> waiting there, I believe. I think he's still warming up that right arm. Josh, this is, this is something Amal and I were discussing earlier. I want to know what it's like for you as a player in the last couple games here, how we handicap. Like, let's say the Mets today in that don't, double dip with the Nets. Don't, that's how, do you, it. how do you even try? <laughs> Sorry, buddy. The last couple months, the whole season's obviously a pretty, pretty nice season to bet baseball. The last week and a half-ish, two weeks, has been a little bit more difficult, right? This last week's almost impossible. I mean, here's the deal. Uh, my bags are packed. Cars are already shipped, right? My flights are, I already know See? where I'm going. It's all that stuff. You don't know who's going to take what. I took it personal because I didn't, I didn't feel like I got as many starts as I always wanted to or innings. And I knew right now, like, I think I pitched the last day of the season uh, almost every year for Toronto. Because I was like, yeah, I'll go on four. I'll go on three. I'll go on, just give it to me. I'll take it. Because I wanted that extra start. I wanted those extra innings. And I knew that they would have zero pitch count with me. There would be no reservation. We're already out, so I'm not going to pull Josh. And so it gave me the confidence to do whatever I wanted. Not everybody approaches that. 
Like, boys were out last night, I promise you. Right? <laughs> There's dudes in the lineup right now. Again, dude, I'm, my, so my, awesome. my check money and my cash has already been paid to everybody in the clubhouse. <laughs> like, <laughs> my brain's out. Like, for most of us, we're checked out. So wow. it's, it's almost – look at yesterday's games. I think it was yesterday day before. Maybe it was yesterday. There's a lot of games that, like, if you go through the list, you're like, didn't see that, didn't see that, didn't see that. So they're not grinding ABs, no, right? It's God, a different no. – just I, a I different said, I said nobody wants to go into the offseason having to rehab. No. Right? We're it, good, man. We got vacations planned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Vegas. They'll be down here watching the playoffs with us. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the playoffs here, real quick, Josh. While we have you looking at potential, this is what the first round is going to break down: is Tampa at Cleveland, Seattle at Toronto, Philadelphia mm. at St. Louis, uh, Padres at Mets. Currently, that, currently okay. correct. Padres Mets could flip. Uh, Seattle just has to win one more game. They'll lock up that spot to go take on the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, when you look at this one. Give me your selections if you were to do it as of right now based on what the projections are today. Could change if the Padres lose their last two games and the Phillies win the last two games. Yeah, what do we got? I got a couple minutes. Good. Um, at first, I see the Seattle and Toronto game. If that stays that way, and it's in Toronto, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. All three games are going to be played at the home team site, Which Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Right. Sunday's a necessary game. I got, it's kind of cool. I got it. Uh, again, we talked about this. I think Seattle's one of the most dangerous teams coming in. Yeah. They always seem to score early, which sets the tone. That offense is beautiful. You got Robbie Ray going back to his own stopping grounds, mm-hmm. right? Like, I just think you got Castillo who just got that new contract who he's happy I think this is a very dangerous team it puts a lot of pressure on the Blue Jays I'll say this and I know this is almost irrelevant for some people but it's so important because you had to play there to understand the Toronto Blue Jays front office needs to put zero zero advertisements that like because each year would always come in and then it would just be like all the advertisements for them. They, they advertise the other team more than we seem to advertise ourselves. Mm-hmm. They need to act like Seattle's not even showing up. They need no advertisements that, that represent anything from Seattle. And I say that with massive importance because it makes you feel more at home and it brings their fan base a little bit closer. So Toronto has to be very careful with what they do with the, the, all the pregame stuff. I, I think they're in trouble anyways. But they have to be careful because you don't want these guys to feel comfortable at home. The Tampa-Cleveland series is interesting to me. Because Kevin Cash doesn't have the team he usually has right. with all these relievers where he can just go at it nonstop over and over again. He only has Glass now at three or four, maybe five innings. Kluber has been very inconsistent. We got the lefty who's very young, who's way past his peak of innings. And McClanahan, McClanahan yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Cash, he has to hope that his entire bullpen is rested and he has to use these guys in such a way that he can get the max value out of it. I don't know if he has that team. With that said, it's up to Cleveland's pitching staff to go six innings at least because that's the tone set for that bullpen, but also their offense has to continue to put the ball in play and not let these power arms. So this is a very interesting series to me where I don't really know where to go with it. Do you like the new format? Three games in a row in my place? Yeah, I love it. So that's that's the advantage, right, of being the higher seed. You you talk about a hall hands on deck. I mean, you got 18 innings for your season. I mean, technically you can go to 27, but the reality of it is – you got to get it done in the I first can, game, but That's I can right. also argue that it. Yeah, right. I can also argue that it makes it uh, equally as comfortable for for both teams to an extent. Like I don't like two games here, get on the road, get yeah. a flight, and go. I, agree. I don't really like that either because we're like in and out of bags, and it's really quick. So you're giving me like I know I'm getting a better hotel room. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Phillies and Cardinals. Um, too much, in my opinion. Too much. Yadier Molina, Albert Pools, well deserved, by the way. Wayne Wright, well-deserved. All this, everything they're getting is well-deserved, man. These are these are Hall of Famers and stuff that we won't see for a very long time, if ever. I think it's a distraction mm. going into the postseason, right? I think they have to relock on that team. I think it's going to be hard, and the Phillies are actually playing a little bit better yeah. baseball. I think Bryce is starting to heat up. I know he hasn't hit very many homers, but it hasn't been about that, right? It's been about winning. And then I think Nola's pitching better. Obviously, Zach, they have two guys that can step up at any moment and be great, too. So I think the Cardinals might be in trouble um, and then I look at your boys. As much as we just spoke about your boys and the Padres, the Padres just aren't the team. They just don't have the pitching staff. You, Darvis, for sure, but I don't think Musgrove. Obviously, you got pitching today. Manaya, not it. If it stays the way it is, I'm with you. I think the Phillies are going to be a live uh, yeah. underdog against St. Louis in that series. That, that could be a very interesting. Josh, really appreciate you hopping on, Thank man. Thank you, guys, man. Always love, love talking baseball. And, and tweet at him, no, don't, Josh. Best Twitter handle out there. Come on back. Talking more football. We'll go to the AFC South next. I'm Big Bets. I'm Decent. The Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NHL season is almost here, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. The Vston Hockey Season Prep Guide is now available with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in-depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil, with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season-long trends to watch, plus three things every new NHL better should know. This guide is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season and get the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back alongside them all, Shaw Dave Ross here. Because we had such a great conversation with both Brian McFadden and Josh Towers, I forgot to give out the VEASAN Pro Tip for hour number one. So let's do that now. This was in our first hour, and it's despite the records, the NFC West – is still a two-horse race. Remember, right now you have one team in the Niners that's basically plus a dollar to win the division, and the other three teams are two and two. So even though you see the Cardinals and the Seahawks, don't get distracted by the long odds because the sharp money is going to tell you it still is a two-horse race. So sometimes people look at the records and not necessarily who they've played, how they've gotten to this point at the quarter pole of the NFL season – sometimes that can be a little bit of fool's gold. Yeah, I would agree with you. And I think so many times um, you look at a number and you look at the long shot and you think, hey, there's an opportunity. When you look at, uh, we've got four teams in that division sitting at two and two. So why not play the other two teams? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think the one thing that could derail San Francisco is an injury at the quarterback position Mm -hmm. now that we've already seen Trey Lance go down. I think same thing. You know, you can apply that to 20 different teams. But I think more so with teams like the Rams in San Francisco, uh, who are so reliant on their number one quarterbacks. No question about it. So, again, don't get distracted there in the NFC West in that futures market. That was our pro tip for hour number one. We do do one each and every hour across the VEASAN spectrum. That means if you are a pro, uh, VEASAN Pro subscriber, you get up to 20 a day across the VEASAN spectrum. You can sort them out by show and or by sport. So while we're talking about the uh, the futures market here, let's stay with that pro tip from hour number one as we talked about the NFC West And let's go to the AFC. And the AFC South right now, speaking of a fascinating futures market, my goodness, guess who the favorite is? We talked about it a little bit yesterday. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Really? The Jags are the favorites at plus $1.60 to win the division. Colts 2-1, to same for the Titans at 2-1, to and the Texans, forget about it, 28-1. to The only winless team so far right now in the NFL is the Texans. They do have a tie to the ledger. Now – Let's just talk about the top three because the Titans look like they were dead and all of a sudden they've come off the mat to win their last two. And so right now the win totals, by the way, for the three shortest favorites 
all seven to five, uh, seven and five. All if you get eight wins in the division. So we're talking about potentially a losing record could win this division. We talk about it with the NFC East, NFC East. We saw it with the West years ago with the Seahawks when they were seven and nine and Marshawn. Like I, I get so tired of hearing that because it happens, and now it's happening in the South. Amal, how do you handicap this futures market for the South, either for, to win the division and or that win total? Well, I'm I'm not a big Colts backer and buyer right now. Jonathan Taylor banged up. It looks like he's going to play on Thursday against the Denver Broncos. You look at the Jacksonville schedule right now, Dave, and I think that's where the advantage is with the Jaguars. Unbelievable. Because they have the easier schedule coming up right now at this point uh, against, compared to, rather, the uh, Indianapolis Colts. The Jaguars have coming up, they've got the Texans at the Colts, the Giants, and the Broncos. Three of those four games minus the Colts game are at home. When you look at this Indianapolis team, they go on the road on a short week at Denver, who's coming off of a loss. Mm. I think it becomes much more challenging here for the Colts. Then you've got Jacksonville at home. Then you're at Tennessee. And, you know, you pointed this out when we came on the air. The Rams struggle against the 49ers in the regular season. Indianapolis struggles against the Tennessee Titans in the regular season. They can't stop Derrick Henry. So this is really interesting. I, I think the Colts, I personally feel, are going to lose this game on Thursday night. Mm. You could potentially get a better number than they ho- you hope they beat Jacksonville. I, I don't see the Colts winning this division. I would point to Tennessee or Jacksonville to win it. Again, it, this is a great pro tip, as, as a matter of fact. When you're, you're looking at that futures market, as we are here in the South, look at the upcoming schedule so that if you like the Colts, that's fine. But I think what Amal's getting at here is with the schedule, by the way, they're, what, three-and-a-half-point underdog Thursday night. You would get a better number if you just hold on the Colts. If that's the team you're looking at, right? okay? We're not saying that's the team you should play. But if you are, are thinking about backing the Colts, wait. There's no rush to run to that 2-1 to one right now because if they lose Thursday night, which right now technically they are the underdog and potentially have that uh, propensity to lose, you're going to get a much better number. It could be 3-1 to one by next week in a division that right now feels like pure and utter chaos from week to week. Yeah, absolutely. I think the one team you can eliminate is probably Houston yes. comfortably there, but overall the other three teams, uh, they all look like they've got an opportunity to get in the postseason. Tennessee now sitting at 2-2. Two and two. Colts are 1-2-1, and one, but more importantly, a tie against Houston, a mm-hmm. division loss against Tennessee, and now you've got the return trip on their side of the field. So that's going to be a real challenge here. And if Tennessee wins that game in three weeks, Dave, I think it becomes very difficult. The, the tie will help the Colts later on if they potentially can wind up in the same win scenario as uh, Tennessee or Jacksonville. You know, as we look at this, and we, we love to do hold or fire here on Big Bets, I look at the Titans right now 2-1 to one, coming off those back-to-back wins, right? And this week they're a ROAD favorite in D.C. against the, the, the commies. So I'm looking at it and thinking, if I wanted to back the Titans, this is the right spot to do it. Because at 2-1, to one, and look at their schedule. So they got the bye week after that. Then they got that rematch with the Colts, as a team you just talked about. They handle, and then, oh, by the way, they've got the Texans. They have a chance, Tennessee, to be favored in the next three weeks and be 5-2, and two, a team that was 0-2. Oh so to me, that might be the best number you see on the Titans, who, oh, by the way, was the number one seed in the AFC a year ago. Yeah, absolutely right. Look, they got a great opportunity now at Washington. Uh, Kelly, if you have the graphic for that one, I just want to see what the line on this three. Washington it is three. They're okay, laying on the three road. on the road. Oh, yeah. Listen, there was no doubt in my mind Washington was not favored. I mean, Carson Wentz <laughs> continues to play under center. They're not going to be favored against too many college teams. You know, the worst part is you look at that trio of receivers. Uh, McLaurin, they just signed to a long-term deal. Uh, Curtis Samuel and then Han Dotson, who they drafted. I think 90% of teams would be like, yo, give me those three guys. We're beating a lot of teams. They have zero quarterback play. And I know we got Calvin Watkins coming up. Calvin and I were talking about this the other day. He says to me, he goes, does Ron Rivera still have a job? It might be the last run for Ron in D.C. By the way, that number down to two and a half now. So that's a very interesting game. And by the way, injury report there, uh, Jahan Dotson looks like he's not going to go. Talented wide receiver, as you mentioned, out of Penn State. We'll see if he can go. He's got a hammy. Uh, Of course, scored that touchdown last week down there in Big D. Uh, we had Doc Walker on last week. He's one of those guys, as you're talking about, they have a, they're building something there on paper, but it looks like they don't have the trigger man to, to really get him the football. 
It's a great way of phrasing it, and you're absolutely right. I think that's the biggest challenge. I think Tennessee's got a great opportunity to be able to win this game against Washington. You go into your bye week, get a little bit healthier. I think everything bodes well if you're the Titans. But, Dave, they have to win this game at Washington. This is one of those five to six games on the schedule where you go into a game and you go definitively, okay, this is a game we're expecting to win. Tennis, uh, excuse me, the Houston Texans mm-hmm. at home, uh, that's another one where you think you're going to win the Texans on the road. But you mentioned it. When you get into that week seven through 12 for them, Colts at home, at Texas, at Chiefs, Broncos at home, very winnable, Uh-oh. at Green Bay, Bengals at home, I think they can win. So, And then at Philly. Oof. The schedule is not going to be easy, but you've got to create that separation while the opportunity presents itself. And I think with the win over the Commanders, the Colts, and at the Texans, they could put a nail in the Colts' coffin. I don't think Jacksonville is going away, but I think the Colts will be in serious trouble simply because now you are you lose the head-to-head tiebreaker. You'd have another loss in the ledger. It would be very tough. Kelly, you got something on this game? I got one. Just, you know, we're looking at these odds a little bit. We talked a lot about this in the, uh, in the preseason before the season started about looking at these AFC South teams and the yes-no make the playoffs. I'm not betting a yes price on the playoff team. We said that four weeks ago, five yes. weeks ago. I'm sticking to that. I don't know what you guys think, but this is still either to win the division or you're not, or you're not betting a yes on the playoffs. I, that is great point, Kelly. Plus one ten, plus one twenty, plus one sixty. You're not. I, I still think this is a one team, uh, you know, playoff division here. Well, why would you ever play? Say the to Kelly's point. Why would you play the Jags at plus one ten to win the playoffs? Playing plus one sixty to win the division. They're not going to get a wild card. I mean, maybe the AFC West is not going to be the division of death after all. So there could be more avenues to, to getting a wild card spot. But at plus 160, much better number to win this division versus the 110. I would agree with you. What are the Chargers at right now? Uh, two and two? Two and two. Um, you know, Chargers' health is a concern over Sean Slater. And they uh, lost to the Jags. Yeah, they lost to the Jaguars. Great point, Dave. Um, I would go with the pl- – well, hold on a second. I, I would go with the potential to make the playoffs. Really? Yeah, because – To get two out of this division. When you look across the board – can we go ahead and eliminate Pittsburgh and Cleveland? Yes. Uh, uh, Cleveland? Not Cleveland, not yet. But can, yeah, Cleveland, I, not yet. Not yeah, yet. Yeah, but Cleveland, Pittsburgh, not yet. I think right. we can. Pittsburgh, okay. The Jets in New England? Bye-bye. Yes. Bye-bye. Raiders? No. no. I actually, I'm buying, I am buying low on the Raiders out here in the desert. I'd guys, be, guys running for county commissioner. I'd be quicker to get rid of the Broncos than the Raiders. Absolutely. Well, that, well, on, I was getting to them. I was getting to the Broncos. Right. But I would say both those teams. No. You the Raiders have lost, what, three close games? They could easily be 4-0 just as, as easy as they're 1-3. Well, you go ahead and ride the Detroit Lions. I, I know Dave's going to buy the uh, Detroit Lions for a Super Bowl ticket. They've lost a couple of close games here. <laughs> I'm trying to how speak about the in. Atlanta Falcons have lost two games by five points. You in? No. <laughs> I, I am trying to speak it into existence because I took the Raiders before last week. Yeah. Plus 20-50 to win the AFC West. All I'm saying is that it, it, I think they can make it as a wild card potentially. They're one of four teams that could be a potential wild card. Speaking of long odds, seven to one for the Cowboys to win it. Calvin Watkins is going to join us next down there from Big D. Come on back, it's Big Bets on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Vsin's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Take a stab at $5,000 in prizes in the Halloween Ends Gridiron Challenge. Join and draft your fantasy football team, then play in the contest on October 9th to win your share of the cash. Head to DraftKings.com slash Halloween Ends now to play free. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com for the full details. I tell you, it's a great promo. It is a scary promo. Maybe the scariest Halloween promo that we have because Jason – then the music would be enough to scare me. Yeah, absolutely right. And I think uh, it's going to be an interesting one. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. An interesting one. You, the, the promo was interesting to you or the, the Friday the 13th movies, Amal? <laughs> I haven't seen it. Yeah, I have no idea what you just said, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, you could have said aliens landed in Australia. I would have given so you the same fantastic. response. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is why I don't like working with him because he knows me so well. He just snap called me with like nine high right oh, there. So I mean, he just absolutely. That was, I, that was amazing. Get off the grab a ball. That was so good. I, I'm, no, looking, no. I'm looking at the English Championship League. I know, I know you I, had something I, else I'm going not, on. I don't even know what. He he just he just said so. so. But for the record, yeah, the scariest movie of all time that you've ever seen is what? If you had to take I, I, one, I don't even I don't even. The Shining. Know. No, I've never seen that. Nightmare on Elm Street. Friday the Thirteenth. Pro- probably not. Yeah, probably Nightmare. I guess Nightmare on Elm Street. I guess. 
My goodness. You are... I, I just don't listen. Yeah. I'm not a guy <laughs> that's going to sign up to go see a horror movie. Why? What's the point? I'm with you. You can uh, watch I, some bad NFL football. Ah! No, but like, I don't understand. What's, I'm not trying to scare myself. I don't, I don't get want it. To be scared. Uh, I, was, I was scared of the prospects of the Cowboys losing Dak Prescott after week one, thinking this season was over. Yeah. Then Cooper Rush comes in, and they've won three in a row. Now we go down to Dallas and have Calvin Watkins join us again here on Big Bets. Calvin, it's great to have you. And, and Amal obviously says a lot of good things uh, when you're not listening and joining us on the program. <laughs> I'm always excited just to talk to you. He knows that's a lie. <laughs> I want to talk about what you're seeing down there in Big D, obviously, uh, for the Dallas Morning News. What do you make of what Cooper Rush has done? And I know Dr. Jones said today that Dak can't grip the football. Are you expecting to see Cooper Rush again against the, the Rams this weekend? Oh, yeah. He's definitely going to play uh, against the Rams. Um, look, it was Dak's fractured thumb is a four- to six-week injury. And yesterday was the third week after surgery. He just got the stitches out last Monday. You know, when he played the Giants Monday night, he got the stitch taken out Monday night. So he's not ready to play. At the earliest, you will see Dak Prescott will probably be Philadelphia, and that's the following week. You th- I mean, obviously the Philly game holds a lot in the cards there for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you expect him to play in that game? But it feels like based on the timeline you just gave, it's almost like they're rushing him back for that game. I, I'm not sitting there suggesting or implying because there's nobody been more anti-Cooper Rush than me. But uh, <laughs> this guy's done a decent job. Rush. Uh, there's nobody out. Hey, for, for both of you guys, he's a uh, Dave's a big Cowboys fan. I knew you covered the team for a long time. Listen, there's no pro Cooper Rush banners out there. Jeez. <laughs> oh, no, there, there really isn't the, 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 you know, it was funny because there's this kid named Will Greer, played in Florida, yes, who almost beat out Cooper Rush for the, for the backup job. But Greer injured his groin, so he, you know, he missed the preseason game. So that gave Cooper Rush time to kind of reestablish himself as the backup. So the Cowboys are trying to replace this dude in training camp. But the great thing about Cooper Rush is he's got a command of the offense. Mm-hmm. And he does a nice job of throwing people open. He doesn't try to be something he's not. He stays in his lane. They're running the football a lot more than they did when Dak was started in week one. So everything has worked out for them. And, and plus, the defense has been outstanding for the Cowboys. No question about it. Talking to Calvin Watkins from the Dallas Morning News. You know, Calvin, I look at the futures market here to win the NFC East, and it does feel like a two-tiered uh, division at this point. I, I know the Giants are 3-1, and one, but the Cowboys did beat them uh, last week. Now the Eagles are a uh, $3 betting favorite there. The Cowboys plus 310. Mm-hmm. Are they – I know they're not waving any flags down there in Big D. What's the, what's the mentality inside this locker room with these guys? Are they just waiting for Dak to get back? And not just Dak, but you could get Tyron Smith back in December. The rookies held up here, Tyler Smith, so far, first round out of Tulsa. What is the makeup of this football team? Are they better than people are giving them credit for? Well, they won three games without Dak. Um, so that tells you a little bit right there. They're a pretty resilient bunch. And let's be honest, when you lose a star player like Dak Prescott, other guys have to step up. And those other guys have been on the defense. Michael Parsons has been outstanding. Trayvon Diggs has been outstanding. DeMarcus Florence has been great. So the defense has been, has been carrying this team since training camp. And in offense, you know, they're struggling on third down. They, they, they were terrible as a running offense in the win against the commanders on Sunday. So they're just doing what they do. There's no panic here. They've been a very resilient group in the first month of the season. You've got to give credit to Mike McCarthy for keeping the team very neutral. And the schedule has been in their favor a little bit. Now, you could say going into the season, look, they, they might have been 0-2. But you know what? They lost to Tampa in the close game. They didn't score any touchdowns. They scored a touchdown. Maybe they win that game. Then week two, they play Cincinnati, and they beat Cincinnati. I thought they were going to beat the Bengals because the Bengals are not who we thought they were. But then the next two games, the Giants and Washington were winnable games, and you would have thought if you split these two games without Dak Prescott, you're in good shape. And they won them. Now they go to the Rams, and the Rams got, you know, you guys saw that game last night. You don't know what Rams team you're going to get on Sunday afternoon. So they're in good shape. So, you know, each week is different in this league, as you guys know. 
you got to play what kind of personnel you have. So the Cowboys, are, are, they're doing pretty good. And who would have thought that the Eagles would have been the only undefeated team in the league going into October? Now, Calvin, I'm glad you brought up uh, Big Mike, as I like to call him down there in Big D, because he's a whipping boy, and people like, they can't wait to replace him and get Sean Payton in there. And after that week one loss to Tampa, I noticed he said – Essentially, I'm going to do more with Kellen Moore. I'm not going to let Kellen be on an island. I'm not going to be Jimmy Johnson and just be, you know, a guy standing here and letting all the other coaches uh, doing their work. What is that dynamic now in the offense with Kellen and Mike? How involved is Mike McCarthy? I think after that loss to Tampa, McCarthy was like, hey, Kellen, what are you doing here, bro? <laughs> so, you know, he got, in, he got in the meeting room and said, let's go over the game plan here. And he said, we got to run the ball more because he thinks Kellen Moore got away from the run too fast, and which, is, which was true in that Tampa game. So one of the things he told Kellen Moore is, we got Zeke Elliott paying a billion dollars. We got Tony Pollard, who's got the speed back. Let's utilize them. Now, yes, the offensive line has had some issues. Tyron Smith, we might not see him until next year. You know, so he had to put a rookie at left tackle. But they have an all-pro right guard in Zach Martin, who's pretty daggone good. And they got Jason Peters. They, they got him off the street. He's a Hall of Fame uh, guard slash tackle, they've plugged him in the last two weeks. So they've been treading above water offensively. And as I said before, the keys for them is just letting the defense carry them. And that's, and that's been a good thing. So I'm going to be pretty interested to see how they slow down, if they can slow down Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford on Sunday in, in L.A. It's going to be interesting to see how this team fares. Calvin, when you look at this NFC East real quickly, though, is not only Philly the team to beat in this division and win it, in your opinion, but how good are they compared to the rest of the NFC mm. through four weeks? The Eagles or the Cowboys? I'm sorry. The Eagles. I'm sorry, the Eagles. The Eagles. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I misheard you. Uh, you know, that's interesting because San Francisco is pretty good. They got a really good defense, um, and they lost their starting quarterback. And so the Eagles might be the best team in the NFC, but I wouldn't count out San Francisco. We made a statement in that game. Maybe uh, Green Bay is not as good as who we thought they were. They they kind of been kind of up and down. The whole conference has been up and down. To be honest with you, I thought the Giants when they got off to a two and zero start, that game against the Cowboys that was a statement game for the Giants, and they lost. But then they bounced back the next week and they won. Carolina, I mean, I think they they guessed wrong on the quarterback and maybe the, even the, the head coach. Mm-hmm. That rule might be looking for a job uh, at Target next summer. So, you know, the, the Eagles seem to be the best team in this conference for right now, but so much can happen. Uh, you know, Tampa, I, don't, I wonder if Tampa will get their act together. You know, I saw Tom and Giselle are looking for lawyers or for something going on with them, but maybe he's distracted. So there's a lot of stuff going on in, in the conference, um, but the Cowboys are, are right there, and the Eagles are probably the best team in the conference for right now, and in two weeks we'll find out a lot about these two teams. Can't wait. Can't believe that after four weeks there's actually hope down in Big D because all looked lost after week one. Calvin, really appreciate the time. Of course, do a great job at the Dallas Morning News. Follow him on Twitter at Calvin Watkins. Uh, we'll catch up with you again soon, Calvin, and uh, hopefully the Cowboys keep on winning. Go Cowboys. There it is. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Said, said nobody ever. And by the way, that, that is such a false statement by him because I know he's not a Cowboy no, no. fan. But, but you know, it's, you're, you're down in Dallas. and You, you know, it's like, like here, I kind of root for, for the Vegas Raiders now because it's well, the yeah, hometown I, team. I agree. When you're covering a team, you absolutely want them to do well. It makes your job a lot easier to do. Boy, a lot easier in those yeah. locker rooms when you have to talk to those guys. So, again, but I, I think it's, it's a great point that when you really do break down the NFC, yeah. clearly the Eagles, I can't believe we're saying Clearly the Eagles, not just in the NFC East, I, I, but I, in the I, NFC, they're the best team. I just have to tip my hat to Jalen Hurts, the job he's done. I was so impressed with that team falling down big against Jacksonville early, coming back and winning that game dominant for Ashton. I was not as happy, <laughs> but it was impressive. When we come back, put a bow on this edition of Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. Depending on where you are in the country, the temperature might be cooling off, but fall sports are heating up on BetRivers Online Sportsbook. BetRivers is your go-to sportsbook for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts for college football, pro football, basketball, and hockey. Now is the perfect time to join BetRivers. New bettors are going to receive up to $500 in free bets when you make a first-time deposit using the code SPORTS. Go to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today. It is a whole new ballgame. Wrapping things up on this edition of Big Bets here with Amal Shaw. I am Dave Ross. We gave a pro tip for hour number two. And we are looking at, say, the Colts. Okay, on Thursday night, short week, got the Broncos coming up. Now, in the betting market, you in the future, specifically for divisional odds, say in the AFC South, right, you want to look at this, the schedule in totality. Mm-hmm. So the schedule's going to – it's going to be softening on the back end for the Colts. Right. You might not want to run to the window today – at two to one, because they are favored to lose on Thursday. If they lose Thursday, you're going to get a much better number. And with the schedule softening, even though it might look worse in the short term, it could be better in the long term. So, really, you want to look at those schedules in totality before you jump to what you think is a good number today. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think the Colts, if they lose Thursday and lose the game to Tennessee in a few weeks, they won't be out of it completely. But there's still an opportunity because I think there's still concerns with Tennessee and Jacksonville. How consistent can those two teams be? You could wind up with a number on the Colts at 4-1, to 5-1 to one potentially, depending on where things sit, and still have a shot. When you look at the back end of the schedule, still very manageable for Indianapolis to be able to, to, be able to win this division. And just to kind of uh, just go over that point real quick, Dave, when you look at the schedule, we mentioned earlier how it's going to be tough the next few weeks mm-hmm. with at Denver – just because it's a road game, Jacksonville at home, division opponent at, at Tennessee. Then you get Washington, uh, you get uh, the Steelers, uh, the Giants, and the Texans on the final game. So some opportunities potentially there with this team. Yeah, it gets a little bit easier. And again, I mean, recent history, look, underdogs three and a half points against Denver uh, this week. Jags have been just a stumbling block for them going back to last season, start off this season, and the Titans absolutely own them. So, again, look at the schedules short term. You still might like the Colts. You go, wow, I got a good number, two to one. You're probably going to get a better number after week seven before it looks like the schedule could get a little bit easier. That is our pro tip. Yeah, Amal, you have more to add? No, I was just going to say, since we're staying on that theme a little Mm -hmm. bit, I want to go to the NFC North real quick. Um, and we talked about it with Bryant McFadden when he was on earlier about that he likes the Vikings. Yep. I get where he's coming from, but I look at both the Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings right now. Both teams, Dave, have a great opportunity to have success within this division. Minnesota does hold that tiebreaker currently because they are 2-0 in the division where the uh, Packers are 1-1. When you look at the Minnesota schedule coming up, Bears this weekend should be a W. At Miami, interesting game. Mm-hmm. You have a bye week. You have the Cardinals at home. At the Commanders. So you should be three and one in your next four at the very least, right? And if you beat Miami, you're in even better shape. Then you're at Buffalo, Dallas at home, Patriots. Um, 
Jets, Jets at Lions. And, yeah, Colts, Giants. I mean, December, you talk about a wow. Jets at Lions, Colts, and Giants. So some real opportunities there for the Minnesota Vikings. On the flip side, when you look at Green Bay, they've got uh, the Giants, Jets, and Commanders in the next three games. I don't see a scenario where they're dropping those games. Then you're at Buffalo. You get the, you're at the Lions. They, Aaron Rodgers, another team that he owns, is Detroit in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Cowboys at home, Tennessee at home, and then the big game in the NFC, uh, which will be a Sunday night game. Uh, I think this is Thanksgiving weekend right after, uh, words, after Thanksgiving. What a great game. Eagles at, I'm sorry, Green Bay at Eagles. Then you close out with the Bears. The Rams, we're not sure what they're going to be later on in the no. year. At the Dolphins. Vikings and then Lions. So I think both teams have a chance when you look at not only for the division, but season win total to potentially exceed their numbers. And I think they're only going to go up when you look at their opponents over the next three to four weeks. That's the demarcation line, certainly in that division. But again, that's part of the pro tip here. You have to look at the schedule and realize you might have a better number and an opportunity to get a better number. If you just hold for a couple weeks, if the schedule looks daunting earlier, it could get better a little bit later. That was our pro tip for our number two. Of course, we do them each in every show. That means two pro tips per show. You do the math, that's 20 a day for VEASAN Pro subscribers. Of course, you can sort them out when you go to VEASAN.com by show and or by sport. Let's stay on this divisional theme here, and let's go back to the AFC here and go to the north. And Steelers, 25-1. to 1. It feels like you can almost eliminate them from serious contention to win this division. And I know Mike Tomlin back and never had a losing record. Look at that win total now. Five and a half. Wow. So it has dropped precipitously in the market. Probably not going to get a win as a 14-point underdog against the Bills. Don't want to write them off, but it's not looking good. The Ravens, despite blowing two games, they absolutely should have won. They should be 4-0. They're 2-2. Two and two. They're the favorite now, minus $1.25. Boy, the Bengals have turned things around in a hurry. Right, 0-2 to 2-2 here for the Bengals, plus 250 in the Brownies' struggle city when you lose last week to the ATL. They're 4-1. to one. Is this a two-horse race already, or are you going to keep the Browns in that race for a little bit longer? I think the Browns can stay in there a little bit longer, but I still think the division is going to be between Baltimore and Cincinnati. That 225 is a really good number. I'm just looking here locally in Las Vegas, seeing plus 190. The one thing I would say is this, and we talked about this uh, with, with the Colts-Broncos matchup. What about taking the Ravens – I'm sorry, the – the Bengals at plus 190 to win the division. Mm. And you come back with the Ravens on the money line here in this game on Sunday. And if if the Bengals win this game, okay, you lose the Ravens bet, but you've got a great number now on the Bengals who are going to be the leaders. At, they're going to have the division head-to-head, a road win in Baltimore. I mean, especially if you get the plus, plus 250. The 190 is not as attractive to do that, but the plus 250, Dave, that's a phenomenal number to be able to do that with. I love where your head's at because basically you're searching for almost middle scenarios, if you will, that yeah. like, all right, so if the Ravens win, great, I took a money line. Right. It doesn't mean the Bengals are done for the divisional bet either. Correct, exactly. So you could still technically win both those those wagers. Absolutely right. And if the Bengals win at plus 250, I'm telling you right now, going into next week, it's going to be a pick em. Yep. Because now the Ravens are back a game in the division and at home, no less, you've got to go return to Cincinnati. So that's going to be a real challenge there. Line sitting at three. I mean, you, you can look at taking the Ravens in this game, potentially, if you're going to do that. I'm not saying you necessarily need to, but Bengals plus 250 is pretty intriguing. You know, and that hook is gone, by the way. There were hooks out there earlier in the week and already here on a Tuesday. That's gone. I don't think they're coming back. I, I, think I don't if either. You, if you didn't get that three and a, and a half with the Bengals, I don't, I don't think that's going to, going to happen. So to me, like in Holder Fire, this is a fire scenario right now in the Bengals because, again, you're not going back up to three and a half. And – more than likely, it's going to go to two and a half if this number moves off a of three. I, I would agree with you there. The other thing I would look at, to me, I feel like this game is going to go over the total. I, I think Cincinnati's going to be able to put up some points. And I think Baltimore right now, and Bryant talked about it, the only way they can win is by outscoring opponents. And, you know, you feel comfortable when you've got Lamar Jackson. You're willing to go to war against any offense in the NFL, mm-hmm. whether it's Mahomes and Allen included. Uh, but can you get enough of those stops? Now, that game in Baltimore this past weekend, I think we saw a little bit lower scoring and in, inconsistent offensive play because of the weather. Yes. And it depend, check the conditions in this game, but if it's dry conditions, it's going to be a track meet. It should be a track meet, absolutely. I'm with you on that. The other thing that I'm just perplexed about with the Ravens, this is a team both of us really liked uh, before the yeah. season. I, we still like them. Uh, they can certainly still win the AFC. Yeah. It's still ahead of them. And then you go, well, they've had two bad losses. Well, the bad losses were against the Buffalo Bills. They had a 20-3 to lead in, and then they blew a 21-point lead at halftime against the Dolphins. 
two teams. We'll find out what the Dolphins are, but they were, you know, three and zero to, to come out of the gate here. They might not look as bad of losses at the end of the year than they do right now, but still, those are two of the upper echelon teams in the, in the AFC, and they had those teams dead to rights, yeah. and they couldn't finish them off. So I'm not sure what I know of of the Ravens defensively now. Like that was what I used to hang my head on and go, well, you know, back in the T sizzle days, you knew that that defense was going to be tough. Now it feels like they're a show team offensively fun to watch good on film, right? Defensively. Where's the, where's the tiger. They feel like a paper tiger defensively. I would agree with you completely. And this is a team that gave up 28 points in the fourth quarter against the Miami Dolphins had a 21 point lead there. I mean, it was 35, 14 going into the fourth quarter and you lose this football game just completely inexcusable. It can't happen on your home field. And then you do the same things, or at least similar, oh. against Buffalo. I mean, you've got a, a what, 20-10 to 10 lead at the break. 20-3 at, at one point. Yeah, 20-3 in the second quarter. And then Buffalo outscores them 13 nothing. And I just didn't like the decision to not take the field goal, not because it failed, mm-hmm. but because I thought you're in a tie game and you put the pressure back on Buffalo. Even if... They oh, got a t- I'm even. also there with you. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Again, for those that might have forgotten already, it was 20 to 20, fourth and goal from the two. Yeah. And I know you got Lamar Jackson. It's late in the fourth quarter. How do you not take the lead there? And I know what the analytics say, but this is what we're getting back to of like time and place for these conversations. You're still Herm Edwards, this thing. You play to win the game. Yeah. And you go up three there in those conditions. Who knows how it turns out? But really, that's a deflator, too, for your for your team when all of a sudden you've got sure points and you walk away with now still in a tie. Well, for my money, the greatest kicker in the history of the NFL, Adam Benateri, probably the greatest clutch kicker, but Tucker, to me, the best kicker. It's automatic. Yeah, he's automatic. And uh, you take the points, and then maybe it gives your defense an opportunity to kind of adjust. All right, when we uh, come back tomorrow on this yeah. edition of, of Big Bets, I can't wait to get your thoughts on Boomer Sooner, what's happened there. And Don't maybe, bring it up. And maybe now might be profitable to look to that Big 12 in the futures market. We'll talk some college football tomorrow. I want to thank uh, BMAC Brian McFadden and for Calvin Watkins to joining the program as well today. Thanks for watching Big Bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.